Likewise, a lot of changes. Yes, he's changed a lot. So true. <laughs> Why don't you share those changes there, sir? I don't know. You can go first. You know, nothing big with me. You know, really, really, really. You, <laughs> that's how you feel. Okay. All right. I want. I'm gonna ask the audience to to bear with you. I'm sorry. So when I ask the audience to bear with you, um, because you're saying that nothing big happened to you with this, this straight, not right. But anyway, I'm kidding. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I, you know, have a answer the call to the pastorate. So I've been pastoring for a year and a half now. So Sharehouse Ministries is, you know, underway. So we're doing whatever we can. And how we can as, as God gave us the lead to do it. So that's what's going on there. And how is that? It's going pretty good, man. Learning a whole lot about people. What I'm finding is that you learn a whole lot about yourself. Mm. You know, you learn a whole lot about yourself. So this is where. Um, I'm finding, you know, you, cause you, you, the word usually deals with the person that's speaking the word first. So some things you just don't get together right away. It's a process. So I, I'm learning as, as I am a spiritual leader that you have to be patient with yourself, but you have to be, you know, self-reliant and, you know, somewhat have someone in your life that holds you accountable. Right. So that's a, in a nutshell, a lot because then you have to bear your wounds, bear your mistakes, bear, you know, deal with those ugly parts of your life, you know, because you take a risk. You take a risk with anything you do, especially dealing with the public eye, uh, slander, uh, public, you know, harassment and embarrassment can always come when people know things, certain things about you. And a lot of times we don't know, we, we think we know someone, you know, hint, 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 marriage. And, you know, we learn as we go. And so it's uh, something that we, you know, it's not easy to trust people, especially if you, you, you go in the leadership already hurt. That's a whole other dimension of a conversation. But, yeah. you know, it's important that you try to get some type of um, process of healing, whether counseling, whether, you know, um, what have you. You need to get, you get someone in your life that can um, allow God to mend the wounds or hold you accountable to, for you to, to help yourself to heal. You know, um, my wife says, always says there's maintenance to the healing. So once you want God to do something, there's a maintenance you know, that comes with it. 
That's what I learned, man, this year and a half. And uh, don't blink, our engineer is saying there's a lot of background noise. There's a lot of background noise? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sounds like there's shifting going on or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do everything I can to correct that. I'm on my Bluetooth, so I'm trying to uh, eliminate that. Is that is that better? Let me hold on a second. Yeah, that's that's a good. He said it's good. So, okay. Sorry, guys, we're doing this episode remote. We usually do it live on Facebook for our fans and listeners and supporters, but right, we had some extenuating circumstances. Right, right, and uh, you know, you know, put a, you need to put our hands together for anchor, you know, because you know this is this is so convenient, you know, it's something that we're doing different. You know, we usually have a microphone in our hand and we're usually on camera, what have you. But this right here is different and new. Um, we can edit. We can send this anywhere. So thanking Anchor for just being being the genius and the brainchild behind using, you know, some of the common agile smartphone. Certainly, you know. certainly. So are you going to share your changes? That's oh, certainly, certainly. I, I you know... Prideful men fall flat on their face. Uh, <laughs> so, and I've done that before plenty of times. Um, I met a young woman and um, I started 2017 single and mid 2017, we met and I proposed to her and we got married last year, June. Hey, man. Yeah, so the Lord um, definitely answered my prayer and heard my cry, you know. Um, <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> there was there was many times um, leading up to meeting my wife, um, which I'm just said, you know, it's a, it's a new thing. Um, that that's a term that I had to get. Uh, used to and in the transition of being married, getting a house together, um, working on our family and our marriage and uh, establishing a solid foundation. We took a hiatus at the same time. Don't blink was becoming a pastor and going into that role. So we both were growing um personally in our personal lives. And then we had some other things administratively that changed, uh, but we're back. Um, So I thank God for, for blessing us to be able to continue to pour into our listeners, continue to pour into our supporters um, as he continues to pour into us, because um, what one thing's for sure, we wouldn't have woken up without the Lord. Two things for sure. uh, We thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts uh, to the top, all of it uh, that you guys are listening to and in. So if this blesses you, uh, what we're about to get into today, um, please share it. Please tell your friends. Uh, it's free to listen. It's free to share. Um, listen to this on your way to work. Listen to us at work. Um, you can share the gospel in our previous episodes that are available here on anchor.fm slash future focus, right. as right. well as Apple Music, Spotify, uh, which we finally you know, through our new distributor anchor who is sponsoring the show. Um, you know, we are, we all are. So I need to mention that we are listener supported. Yes, we are. So you can support 
so you can support this show and the content that we place out uh, into the world, into the stratosphere, into the atmospheres across the, the nation and the globe um, as we try to advance the kingdom here on Earth, um, you know, by helping us do that. And we need uh, financial support, just being 100% straight. So um, part of our topic today is coming from James 4.2. Um, mm. Good. So um, James addresses in chapter four worldliness and pride, uh, something that was a sleeping giant in my life. Um, those that know me know my bio, know what I've been doing, how long I've been doing it, as well as don't blink. Um, and starting at a young age and having to educate myself, I had a big head. I think don't blink could definitely attest to that. <laughs> you was cocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so I definitely, uh, was smelling myself. Oh, wow. Some I, heard I, I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> Right. Yep. So um, the, the scripture I want to highlight is um, the preface of this is, for, which is James 4 uh, 1. So uh, it starts off saying, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts that war in your members? Mm. Ye, ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have. And can obtain not. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. Now, I want to stop there um, because the famous phrase that's quoted from the Bible, um, now you can say, Oh, I know where that's at. You know, ye have not, because ye ask not. That's in James 4 2. Right. That's a small excerpt. Um, the misconception with prayer, um, and pride, uh, all has to do with pride. They are the misconception with prayer is at the, is at the root of pride is kind of what, you know, we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. Um, and for those that say, well, why is he talking about lust? Uh, ye lust, uh, biblically in King James, um, according to Strong's concordance is a different Greek word from uh, that in James 4, 1, ye desire, literally, ye set your mind or heart on an object or a goal. Um, so case in point, a lot of people pray with the intent on asking God for objects or goals. And nine times out of 10, those goals are surrounded by a particular object. Lord, I want this job so I can get this car, so I can get this house, so I can get these clothes, uh, so I can move up a tier in life. However, a lot of us, because of pride and lack of humility um, and understanding the concept of prayer, pray in the wrong way and then are frustrated with God or sometimes in ourselves that we don't have the things that we lust after. Mm. Um, I think the thing that's missed a lot is James four, three, where it says, 
ye ask and receive not. I'm sorry, ye ask and receive not is, is verse three. Um, because ye ask amiss. Amiss is basically saying it's misguided. Your your intent for asking for these things is not for the building up of God's kingdom in your life and the territory and boundaries that he's giving you dominion over. Uh, because if we know, if you know the word in the Old Testament, it says that uh, the Lord created man and said, let them reign. So a lot of people ask, oh, why does good, bad things happen to good people? And um, coincidentally with uh, Nipsey Hussle, uh, who passed away um, in a recent assassination um, or shooting um, that was misguided through, you know, um, jealousy and envy, which is also talked about in this same chapter of James four. But a lot of times the things that we lust and desire after are not the things of God and not to say God does not want us to have nice things, but we don't tell God explicitly and directly in detail how those things will bless his people and bless his kingdom. Um, For instance, people, you know, I used, and, and I, I say this because I used to pray this way. I would pray, Lord, I want a wife. Lord, I want a family. Lord, I want a million dollars. Lord, I want to have success. I want to have this. I have that. Instead of saying, Lord, I would like to have a wife because there are things that I'm unable to do on my end. I need uh, a companion to compliment me in the things that I need to succeed that you give me regarding my assignments spiritually, Lord, I need this. I'm desiring this for the purpose of blessing your people. Um, And so I think one thing we have to assess in our personal lives when we pray is that how is this request being made known unto God going to bless God in return? And are we willing to have the Lord give it to us for that purpose? And then also willing enough to say, Lord, if you take it away, I'll be fine as well. Right. That's good. That's good. That's good. You know, um, fitting off of that, you said prayer, praying and how to pray. There are 33 different types of prayer in the Bible. 33. And so one of the prayers you're mentioning is one of the 33. And that how we're supposed to do it is uh, the necessary components. Um, One of the things I did teach on is um, the three hindrances of prayer. So, and a lot of times we don't recognize this, but when we pray, it's not that God is not answering the prayer. Their prayer is answered. What's going on in this first phase of why our prayers are hindered is that the prayer is locked in the human realm. Mm-hmm. So what that means is you pray for something, God answers the prayer, but it deals with human will. So a person is there to bless you, but they can change their mind. Mm-hmm. So, say so you pray for a million dollars. You go to, you know, divine networking somehow, 
someone is supposed to give you a million dollars, a million dollar blessing, or some way a million dollars worth of favor, what have you, um, but they change their mind. And the thing is, is that the enemy knows that God does not fight human will. He makes it hard. If you, if you, if you want to refer to Pharaoh, he made, he made it hard for Pharaoh, but he could not change his will. But Pharaoh's heart hardened to the point he died in the sea. So that's the, a lot of times our prayers are entangled with human will. And you have to understand that it's not necessarily God not answering the prayer. And then a lot of times, you know, God's going to answer the prayer, any type of warfare. Now, now that you're married, you understand that. You have to also be sensitive that anytime there's some heated discussions that you and your spouse may have, sometimes it's, it's an escalation of that. It's because God wants, is about to answer prayer. So he wants you to give it off to be the path uh, to see the prayer answered. Secondly, which secondly, the second phase is the fact that God answers with angels. We see in Daniel, Daniel prayed, fasted, also, and that the answer, the angel answered the prayer. Now, we don't always understand why God uses angels to answer prayer. You know, what I'm saying this is that's a realm that we don't understand. Uh, we mm -hmm. don't know. We we know they watch us. We know they cover us. We know that He sends them to protect us, and He sends them to answer our prayers but that's another level of faith and sensitivity you gotta have um but um this is a strategic kind of hard to uh understand but he does do those things and but the thing is that cause them to hinder your prayers the fact that if you function in rebellion they won't intervene mm -hmm. so they seen rebellion you know referring to Lucifer. So they stay away from rebellion. You know, and so this is, you know, when you're disobedient, um, they, and you, you function in rebellion because rebellion is like, well, like it into witchcraft. Um, thirdly, um, we want God to intervene directly, you know, and a lot of times, you know, we're not sensitive to know that he's answering the prayer. We see also in Daniel that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God came in directly to answer the prayer. He was in the fire with them, and they did not burn. So, but if they didn't, wasn't obedient, who knows what could have happened? And God not answered the prayer because we let human will defer us, we let rebellion defer us. And so, therefore, for God does not, it seems like God is not trying to answer the prayer. And so, that right there, um, in a nutshell, is a lot to unpack. You know, I'm not even taking one. I'm not designed to take the time to do that, but that's some of the things that God had me dealing with recently on why it seems like God is not answering your prayer. And mm -hmm. so it helps to understand where you're going with this. Is just very accurate on um, today or just any time we deal with communication with God, dealing with this being a national day of prayer. Um, so it's, you know, you know, you have to realize that you have to stand on what you believe regardless, because, uh, if you don't, people are not going to pay attention to you regardless. So we must be an yeah. example. We must and, be an example. 
in the in the scriptures, uh, you 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 like you refer to Daniel, right? Um, Daniel chapter 10, 11 through thirteen is the specific example uh, that we can use for our own lives and our own walk when it comes to how to pray, um, eliminating and limiting, if not eliminating, pride within our prayers and how we pray. Uh, for in that situation, um, let me find the text here. Um, I'm just reading an excerpt. It says, fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand. So set thine heart is no different than set, set thine lust to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God. Thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, parentheses, a demon, withstood me one and 20 days. So for 21 days, Daniel was praying the same prayer, not saying repetitious words that were um, like the scripture um, where it says, uh, do not pray in vain like the heathens using vain repetitions, such as Matthew 6, 7 through 8, uh, which was what Jesus had said. Um, so set prayers for set things. I don't personally believe God honors, but if you're just open and honest and saying, Lord, like this is, you're praying about the same thing, but you don't have a prayer written down and you're just being like, ah, oh, well, I'm gonna pray about this again. You know, and I, I think it's okay for children to understand, you know, now lay me down to sleep for, for a time, you know, two or three years old. But when they get to about five or six, you know, teaching them as I teach my daughter, what do you want the Lord to do in your life? this evening, you know, that happened today that you want to happen tomorrow. And she opens up her heart to God. And so you plant those seeds and the removal of pride and, you know, you start functioning in your relationship with God better than out of what's the word um, compulsion. So the relationship that people have with God is often religious in that it's just repetition and well, God's God. And I believe that he's God. Um, but I feel it, it's not out of a willingness to engage with the Lord. So my relationship is just going to stay religious and that's religion. You come in, you do a set, just like work, work is religion. You come in, you do a job and you, and it's, right. it's just repetition and that's what you're supposed to do. Versus a relationship such as a man and a wife where it's ongoing and you're intentfully doing things for that other person sacrificially at times. And other times you're doing it because of a passionate love for that person that you have. And that's the relationship we should have with God, with Christ. Um, and so, you know, praying without ceasing, as it says in First uh, Thessalonians 5, 17, you know, this all ties together. We have to ask God to, and I'm very careful in the ways that, in the way that I pray and, and what I say, because if you understand how your words carry weight and power, you don't want to declare something inadvertently and then it becomes so. So I used to say, Lord, please wow. make me humble. And I'm like, oh, well, in order to be made humble, you're going to face challenges that are going to make you humble. And I, and right. if I do say that, I say, Lord, give me the strength and the know-how to realize in that moment of testing 
the grace that you've given me for that day to face that challenge. And if this is outside of the grace that you've given me for that day, then Lord help me to put it down and not pick it up. And so, right. you know, a lot of, and, and all of this, what I just said in regards to understanding the grace that he's given you for that day goes back to the lusts and desires of our hearts, which pretty much is all of Proverbs when it comes to wisdom and the issues of the heart matters of the heart, which was a conference and, you know, concert series we do, we did, I want to say what, 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> so I think we as believers, those that are listening have to be understanding and, and, and really put two and two together and say, okay, what are the things that I'm praying for that I'm not receiving? A, are they of God? And am I telling the Lord what my plan is? A lot of people don't have a plan. This is Lord. I got this issue going on. My bills is due financially, so on and so forth. I, I just, I need it fixed. And sometimes the Lord's given right. us the solution and we praying for a boat when he, you know, or we're, we're praying for the Lord to pull us out of the ocean when he sent six boats. You know, attributing to attributing that statement right. to the the uh, analogy that, you know, a man's drowning in the ocean and he's praying for the Lord. And he's saying, shouting to the Lord, save me, Lord, save me, Lord. And that's the lust in his heart, like save me, Lord. And God sends a boat and he said, no, the Lord will save me. Sends another boat. No, the Lord will save me. Sends another boat. Lord, no, to save me. Man drowns. Goes to see God and God's and he says, Lord, why aren't you saving me? He said, I sent you three boats. So sometimes what we pray for and desire, God's already given us and we don't realize those tools at hand. Yeah. Um, right. Some of us want to be free financially, but if you don't take a good hard look at your budget and spend wisely, um, starting with tithes, uh, which may hurt at times, but since I've been diligent in paying my tithes, all my needs have been met and I've had overflow. Now I had some hard weeks, but debts being knocked out is not just for me, but for my counterparts within the um, gospel industry, uh, independent industry. So I say that to say we say that to say that you know it's not it's not always God hears your prayers, as we see in Daniel uh, ten um, from the day from the first day that you set your heart to understand, you know, to, to understand, like, Lord, show me the way. So on the first day you made your prayer known, the Lord heard it, right. but it was hindered, it as you said, in the mm -hmm. physical realm, because we know there are three realms. There's right. the first atmosphere that we exist in. Then there's the uh, atmosphere uh -huh. beyond that, which is uh, so not celestial, but uh, weather met met metaphysical, um, and then there's the spiritual, right. uh, the spiritual heaven, the third heaven. Right. So, you know, we're trying to reach God and, and talk to God. And that's why first Thessalonians five, seven says to pray without ceasing. Um, but it, it also says in Matthew six, seven to not pray in vain, to pray repetitiously and saying the same thing, like, uh, Lord, you know, uh, Lord bless my family, bless his food. Let me have a good meal. Good day. Amen. Next day. Lord, bless my family, bless his food, have a good meal. Amen. Like, no, like, that's religion. To put it in proper context. It is. 
Right. Some I, this this is actually pretty good. You know, some people have a relationship with their parents that they say the same thing every time they call you. It's not a conversation. It's yeah. just a religious, re, re, just a religious relationship. Hey, mom, how's it going? What's going on? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. But if you actually have a, a, if you have a positive relation, and that's not a relationship I have with my mother. I love my mother. I love my dad. Uh, right. Just right. to make that clear. But it's, it's huh. not engaged. There's no emotion. There's no vulnerability within that relationship. Um, and you don't, you don't feel engaged. You're just, you're detached from that engagement. Right. And so it's, it's like, Hey, this was going on. I'm just run down the laundry list and then we in and out. Yeah. And, 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 and uh-huh. consequently I, I talked to some people is like, you will, you will be to work on time. Won't miss a day. Won't, won't be late a minute. But you can't spend 30 minutes to an hour with the Lord. Consequently, turn around and watch six hours of Netflix or watch a three hour movie. And then and then get mad at God for not being active in your life when you're treating him with a religious relationship instead of a relationship. That's powerful. And I. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. My last point, I was like, I've. You know, and I'm, I've expounded on this, <laughs> this root message, but um, that's, that's a question that I have to ask myself sometimes because you do get comfortable because humans are habitual. And so it's like, Lord, I don't feel like doing anything. It was like, nope, I can't do that because if I feel comfortable enough watching Netflix or doing something else, like I can give you some time out of this day because you gave me the day to flourish. And so I need to kill that pride and lust in my heart and, Make sure I'm praying for the right things and and telling you, if you bless me, this is how I will bless your house. Right, right. That's true. Um, You know, you mentioned some key things and it has caused me to think about uh, me now being the pastor and my mother coming to my service, acknowledging me as a pastor. So it's like I'm her son, but the role reversal has changed. So sometimes it feels very awkward for me because I was used to her instruction. So the role reversal does not negate the relationship. You know, so it's teaching me how to have humility um, as our pastor unto God. Now, also, my grandmother has, um, she's struggling with Alzheimer's slash dementia. So, it's possible that she cannot remember me. So, we always say that um, you have to build a relationship. Now, now we that's true. The Word of God says that. So, I build a relationship with my grandmother. She's a mighty intercessor. She prays me. She prays for me all of my 46 years of my life to the point where I answer the call to walk on this earth as a pastor. Now she can't remember my name, my face. The last time I talked to her, I can answer a question. She can ask me the same question 10 minutes 
after I answer the question. So, mm. it's important that you establish those moments, the relationships with people, um, the relationship with your God, because guess what? In the end, we do not want to hear, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. Wouldn't that be something that you're thinking you're doing the mm. work of the Lord? And you're thinking God is with you and come to find out he was never with you as if he forgotten about you or forgot about you or cast you out. <laughs> so all of this understanding, all of this teaching, all of this talking, all of these conversations we see that people of God in the Bible have with God. To find out that, you know, they were not going to go to the promised land or to heaven, if you will. And it's, it's just dangerous um, to not take relationships serious, to not take the time to spend with him, you know. And I was preaching on one Sunday that Satan is waiting to hear, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. We're waiting to hear... Well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen. So he wants to hear that on our lives. He wants us to hear that we're damned for life. You know, and I was breaking down the 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 the, the curse word and cursings um, of that when we say these bad words that you know we want. We're asking. God, Jehovah, to damn your life, you know, and how poisonous that is when we oh, say that yeah. word. And so it's just those things are dangerous. They're so dangerous and they're so, um, just, just, just dangerous. It's just so life-threatening, um, if you will, but relationship praying to God today. I was just expressing that we have to pray and believe, you know, we say pray until something happens, but no one breaks down or break down the engine of praying to something happen. And it's just praying and believing. It's not the length of how long you pray, but it's the, um, how you pray. It, yes. How you pray. Um, and the fact that, it's effective prayer that's necessary, but um, you're building a constant conversation throughout the day when you pray, and that, and that's it. So it's a, it's a, it's a continuous conversation because because you, when you pray in your mind, you're not saying amen, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're you're not concluding. You're not saying um. Let the words of my mouth meditate in my heart to accept it. You're not praying that stuff when you're talking to God. It's a conversation with the Father. You're acknowledging Him and they're all thy ways. You know, acknowledge Him. He shall you want your path to be directed. So, which is another type of prayer, but it just is just that constant relation, you know, conversation you're having with God when you pray. You know. And um and, and it, it, it just keeps you succinct with his spirit and what he wants to do. And that's important. It's important. And then, you know, that's something that 
it's a discipline. It's a discipline, you know, it's something you want to do religiously, as you yeah. were saying earlier. Uh, and you want to be habitual about it, you know, and, um, and um, so therefore, if you'll never be stale or your prayer life won't be stale, you know, unless God said to stale and then, you know, he know, then he'll take, you have to do the things to make it unstale. But, you know, you have to have those conversations in your mind. You have to have those prayers. You have to have those concerns. You have to bring it. And, and another thing is when you pray, be careful what you say. I, I, you said, come boldly to the throne of grace. Now, there are many thrones in the third realm. That's the thing we got to understand. So you have to be careful. That's why the Bible says the throne of grace. That's specific because there's our many. You can be coming, bringing your prayers to the throne of judgment <laughs> and don't wow. realize it. So you have to be careful. Yeah, you have to be careful. That's why it says come boldly to the throne of grace because then God can give you grace on the matter in the course of heaven. So you have to, you have to. Have, no, no, hello? I was, I, <laughs> I was agreeing with you, brother. Yeah. So that's, that's important. Um, because there are many thrones. So you have to understand it in, in that dimension. So understanding that continually could, could, talking to God, you know what I'm saying? The Bible does not tell us to pray to angels, but the Bible tells us to command the angels. And a lot of times we don't command the angels because we don't even believe they're there because we can't mm-hmm. see them. If they're in human form, we don't know it. You know, um, unless the Holy Spirit tells us. So that's something that we have to involve. Um, there's angelic supply. The angels are supplying your needs. God is using angels to supply your needs. Um, so when you pray, when you command them, when you all these different things, all the different types of prayer, it, it shows your maturity. It shows that you believe in God. And it shows that you're waiting for something to happen, so you're using your faith. And, and it, it, these things it doesn't have to be necessarily somewhere I'm stopping somewhere and doing this. This is constantly going on in my mind, um, instead of worry. That's why the Bible says don't pray and worry. You have to pray and have faith. Um, because when you understand that, perfect love casts out all fear. So those things um, have to be constantly on your mind when you're thinking about prayer. When you think about relationship, you know, you won't feel the lust of the flesh. You know, especially summer summertime coming. I know you, you you was at work, but I was out during the day and afternoon. Nowadays, women don't seem to care what they wear. You know, hence the uh, the uh, yoga leggings. Mm-hmm. And so now they don't care what they wear. They don't care what men see and what they, you know, what they're looking at. You know, so uh, you have to be careful of those things. So, so um, certainly, you know, and we could we could spend the next four hours expounding upon um, worldliness and pride. Uh, but I don't. Right, right. We we bring up these topics to encourage and not to discourage. Uh, believers and those um, 
starting and engaging their walk with God. So, right. Um, right. Take what we say to an extent with a grain of salt, but study to show thyself approved. Research right. what we've, what right. we're talking about, what we said, uh, scriptural references for what this episode is about on pride is James four, uh, two through four, no, two through three or one through three. Uh, right. First Thessalonians right. five seventeen. Uh, you also uh-huh. have Daniel ten eleven through thirteen and Matthew six seven through eight. Um, yeah, I believe I covered all the scriptures we referenced. Um, but these these matters at hand that we are attributing to are very important. Um, understanding how to pray, we've covered a, a specific range of prayer in a previous episode but by understanding how to pray and what to pray for uh because the things that you that we drive ourselves crazy for and even goes in further context in specific detail about um you know this whole chapter of four starts off like well where does wars originate it originates from your desires within your heart um you know so if you correct what you are setting your heart upon to understand and your understanding is in, well, Lord, this is the territory that I'm in now. This is where I aspire to be for this purpose. And if that purpose is for yourself, why would the God, why would God bless you with such a request as opposed to saying, Lord, and he knows your heart. So you can, you could say it, but if you, if you don't mean it and your heart's not like that, then, you know, he's not going to honor it. But if in your heart, you're like, Lord, like I really need this van because I want to drop these kids off from their school or whatever. Okay, cool. Um, then I'm pretty sure the Lord will orchestrate some way for you to obtain such a blessing, such, such a request, whether it's through financial, whether it's understanding finances to, in order to be able to finance it yourself, someone with a vehicle that just bless it's it's faith and we have to exercise that faith but also understand that just because this 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 whole um part of the problem is and and i'll be done with my point part of the problem is the name it and claim it culture you know the lord's gonna give me a new job meanwhile i'm not gonna fill any job applications out I'm not going to sign up for that class that would actually put me in the position to get that job. Um, the Lord's going to give me a million dollars. Well, I'm not going to work a day in my life. Lord says the word, a man don't work. You don't eat. Last I check, if I don't put my hand to the plow, punch in on that clock and do the things that I do, we ain't going to have no bills paid. <laughs> So, right, you know, right. this is used some some of it is common sense, some of it is wisdom. So I, I encourage our listeners, thank you um for tuning in to Future Focus today. Uh as we said before, um we are listener supported. So if you enjoyed this, uh please feel free to support us, uh either a one-time contribution or monthly uh on anchor.fm slash future focus. Uh we thank Anchor for being our new host and distributor um for our content it's it's great partnering with these guys and helping us uh further this mission further this cause so if you've been blessed 
check it out uh, again check out our other episodes please subscribe please subscribe share with your yeah. friends and also um send it you know send it on your facebook your twitter uh you can share our new cover design uh via instagram and uh my name's crown one crown one sog on all social media handles um i have new content coming this july yeah uh, between don't blink and i (laughs) right uh more details on that soon don't blink yes sir yes sir i um i'm happy that uh we're actually um releasing our projects and you can also re- reach me at uh pastor lewis pastor reggie lewis on instagram and uh, pa- uh reginald d lewis on um facebook and um also you can reach me at uh pastor reggie lewis at yahoo.com or at gmail.com so you can reach me in those three places i'd also have a uh a uh, media or a portfolio concerning uh, all the ways you, ways you can reach me and all my services I provide as a man of God also. So um, I, I'm excited about what we're doing. I'm glad that we're getting this together to encourage the brother and sister um, to come to Christ and to, to continue to live for Christ. Um, and that's what we're doing as we, as we pursue and as we walk in and encourage through the uh, vehicle of future focus because we want to be attentive, we want to uh, be conclusive, and we want to be when we want to be progressive. And so um, these are the tenets and some of the vision of statements we use for this particular uh, vehicle and podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Future Focus, attentive and conclusive progression. Keeping you focused in a world of chaos. God bless you. We will be back. We will be back next week. Next week.